Hey everybody, this is Francisco here for the Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. And this is the Backlog Part 6. Yes, 6. We are almost done. I think we might have to do a Part 7. But I think 6 is going to be as far as uh, get us basically to the end. If I do a Part 7, it'll probably be not for a while. Because I'll probably have a lot of these games out of the way and done i'm not sure i'm probably jinxing myself right there but anyways next is bomber crew so bomber crew 15 hours long 23 and a half hours to 100 percent released on the switch pc ps4 back in 2017 Chalks Away! Bomber Crew is a strategic simulation game where picking the right crew and keeping your bomber in tip-top shape is the difference between completing your mission or losing it all. So, simulation strategy game, that's what it has there. Uh, It's not really compelling me with the art style and everything. And it's pretty lengthy for a game, so we'll see if I ever even try and get near that next is the academy the first riddle so i have this through amazon games nine and a half hours 18 hours to 100 percent the third person adventure puzzle game released only on pc back in 2020 and it's a puzzle a puzzle a puzzle packed adventure Set in a school filled with mystery. Leave your mark on Arbor's Academy and find out why it only be- welcomes the best and the brightest. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. It might be like a Professor Layton type of deal. So, uh, I don't know if I'll, I'll get to that. I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding a lot of thinky-thinky games lately. I just want something simple. I thinky-thinky enough at work. I, I don't need to to work hard for the games but eh. next is Cinemora X or EX two and a half hours long 14 and a half hours to 100% that's a large disparity there but it's a side-scrolling shoot-em-up that provides a unique challenge where time is the ultimate factor mixing classic shooter sensibilities with contemporary presentation Cinemora EX is a gorgeous shoot 'em up offering both a story mode that weaves an over the top tale and an arcade mode that provides deep, satisfying gameplay to challenge fans of the genre. It's released back in 2017 for the Switch, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So I guess, yeah, I guess it's a traditional shoot 'em up side scroller. I don't know if it's a vertical one or holds onto one. Not sure, but uh, that's that's probably why the, the disparity between two and a half hours and 14 and a half hours. A lot of people, the, these games, they, especially if they have multiple paths, the, it's 14 and a half hours. So uh, I can see why that, that takes forever. And, and maybe, maybe just maybe it's, uh, yeah. So next is Sunless Sea. I have this through Epic Games. Released back in 2014 for the Switch and PC. 
2014 wasn't released for the Switch, but eventually it was released for the Switch. Take the helm of your steamship and set sail for the unknown. Sunless Sea is a game of discovery, loneliness, and frequent death set in the award-winning Victorian Gothic universe of fallen London. It's 16 and a half hours long, 113 hours to 100%. That is a massive disparity. It's labeled as an adventure game. Hmm. Next is... Uh, I, I guess I, I would put these together. The Siberia Trilogy. Um, Siberia 1 and 2. Uh, I got them for free. And I bought 3 just because I, I like the art style of this. And it's nine and a half hours. The first one's nine and a half hours long, twelve hours to one hundred percent. And it's about Kate Walker, a young, ambitious lawyer from New York, is handed what seems a fairly straightforward assignment: a quick stopover to handle the sale of an auto of an old automaton factory hidden in the in the Alpine Valleys, then straight back home to the U.S. Little did she imagine when. Wait a minute, she's already. Oh, no, she's she's headed out of the U.S. Okay, sorry, she's in Europe. On her expedition across Europe, traveling from Western Europe to the far reaches of Eastern Russia, she encounters a host of incredible characters and locations in her attempt to track down Hans, the genius inventor, the final key to unlock the mystery of Siberia. Her voyage across land and time throws all she values into question, while the deal she sets out to sign turns into a pact with destiny. And this was released back in 2002. And it's it's on everything. Uh, mobile, Nintendo DS, PC, PS2, PS3, Xbox, Xbox 360, and the Switch. So it's been released on a lot of things. And the second game, Siberia 2 was is seven and a half hours long, ten hours to one hundred percent, and you're just continuing the storyline from there, and this also was released pretty much on everything mobile p c p s two p s three xbox xbox three sixty and the Nintendo switch back in two thousand four is when it was first released. And, okay. Uh, aside from the Siberia games, next is Rage 2. So, Rage 2. Ten and a half hours long, 31 hours to 100%. Released on Google Stadia. <laughs> PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Back in 2019 from Bethesda. An asteroid has annihilated 80% of the Earth's population and humanity is dwindling. Their numbers are dwindling. Ruthless and bloodthirsty gangs roam the open roads and the tyrannical authority seek to rule with an iron fist. As Walker, the last ranger of the wasteland and a threat to their power, you have been robbed of your home and left for dead. Now you'll have to rage for justice and freedom. With ludicrous vehicle combat, super-powered first-person mayhem, and an open world full of emergent madness, 
You will tear across an unforgiving wasteland, battling sadistic gangs to find the tools and tech needed to crush the oppressive rule of the authority once and for all. That basically, I guess, inspired by Mad Max, I'm going to assume. Okay. So that's Rage 2. Next is Garfield Kart. Ugh, I don't even know if I, I should take this thing off the the backlog, but it's one and a half hours long. <laughs> Only three and a half hours, 100%. I don't know who did that, but uh, it's released on 3DS and PC back in 2013. And, I mean, even the description here, use your best driving skills and the bonus objects to be first across the finish line. But watch out, it's a free-for-all out there. That's the description for this game. Literally nothing about the fact that you have Garfield and Odie and John Arbuckle. Like, nothing about the Garfield universe that would make this unique. And I I got it. It's I have this on, I don't know if it's IndieGala or itch.io. I have this on IndieGala. And... I don't I don't have many games on IndieGala, but I just got it for the meme because I'm sure uh, if you've been on YouTube, a few people have reviewed Garfield Car and it's horrible. And yeah, yeah, I, I just have it there. I don't know if I'll go through it at any point. I just got it for the meme. But it's one and a half hours long, so if I ever did play through it, uh, it's it wouldn't be that long. Oh, sure as heck, I'm not going to 100% it. Uh, next is Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, which I have started. It's six hours long, 18 and a half hours to 100%. Released back on uh, PC, PS4, PS Vita, and Xbox One back in 2015. Follow Xiao Jun, who is the last remaining assassin of the Chinese Brotherhood. During her return to China in 1526, two years after the events of the short film Assassin's Creed Embers, armed with her stealth and and combat skills, she goes on a quest for vengeance against the Templars. There you go. And I did start it just to try and get into the Assassin's Creed series, but I'm probably just going to have to go from the top. I do have Assassin's Creed 1, so we can start from there. And work our way through. Next is The Adventures of Chris. I have this on Amazon. Six hours long. Nobody's 100% in it. Released back on PC in 2014. Play as a nerdy, overweight kid who slowly becomes ludicrously powerful. Explore a variety of world locations. Build a repertoire of special moves and magic spells, float like a balloon or bounce on enemies at will, and experience a comic, lighthearted story while listening to an original, melody-driven score. Okay. Next is Halcyon 6 Lightspeed Edition. I have this on Epic Games, 14 and a half hours long, 23 and a half hours to 100%. Released back on PC... In 2017, it's a retro strategy space RPG with base building, deep tactical combat, crew management, and emergent storytelling. It's a massively enhanced version of the award-winning indie strategy RPG, 
Halcyon 6. Okay. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know anything about this series. or I mean, there's six of them, apparently. And, eh. It's, uh... Uh, 14 and a half hours. It's a long one. It's a, it's a long one. I mean, not, not long, long, but it's uh, it's sizable. It's sizable, but it's not intriguing to me right now. Next is Killer Instinct. This on the PC, Xbox on PC. Released back in 2013. On PC and Xbox One, it's of course a Microsoft property. The legendary fighting game franchise is back with new next-generation visuals, over-the-top action, a wild cast of combatants, rocking reactive music, and combo breakers. Choose from the um, that's what that's literally what it says there. Uh, choose from among a wild among us a wild cast of combatants, each with fluid animations, unique combat tactics, and flashy. Special attacks utilize an open-ended combo system to man. They really are uh, Harping up the combos here uh, to rack up huge combos as your opponent Looks for openings to break you and turn the tides of battle Two and a half hours long and for some reason someone's put in a 476 hours to 100% this which I Probably I don't know. I don't know what would warrant a fighting game to have 476 to 100%, uh, I, I highly doubt that's what it is. And I don't, maybe somebody put in a typo and it's what, maybe like 47 hours or four hours or seven hours or f- <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't know. Gosh. Okay. Definitely not going to put in that time, especially for a fighting game. Next is Beautiful Joe 2. I have this on Nintendo GameCube. And uh, if, I, if I do play this again, I'll probably just play the uh, the ripped copy of, of of my disc and just play it on my on my PC uh, because I, I started this a long time ago. I got it. Uh, I got beautiful one, uh, beautiful Joe one and two on the GameCube, and I beat one, but. Two has been harder, so it's seven and a half hours long, thirteen and a half hours, one hundred percent, and it's it's not a bad game at all. I, I think it's it should be uh, it should be fine for me to, but maybe uh, just play it on Dolphin emulator and have the save states, and so I can just get through it. Released back on the GameCube and PS2 in two thousand four, and it's a action platform beat 'em up. And yeah, yeah, this is this is a highly stylized game uh, based on old films and things like that. Uh, it, it's it's a good one. This this character for sure should come back. Uh, he's made some appearances here and there for Capcom, but but man, these studios they have all of these characters and. It's, they they just don't utilize them and, and like a lot of them are guilty of it. Nintendo is, Capcom is, Konami is, Sega is. Just they've they've got so many franchises and aside from like some mobile games or or 
or these uh, crossover fighting games, they don't really make any other appearances. So that's too bad. That's too bad. It really is. It really is. I would hope that maybe this line of like indie developers taking over some of these franchises would be the opening towards getting them new entries. Because a lot of these indie developers are 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 hitting that niche of people that miss games like these. And once in a while, you'll you'll get one that earns the respect of of these companies but like you know what you know these these games were inspired by this why don't we'll just give you the the license to the franchise you make a really good game for us in this franchise to satiate our fans and and we'll go from there so uh i mean they did it with uh sonic mania 2d sonic fans we're happy about that and I think we're 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 seeing it. I think uh, Mercury Steam did it for for Metroid. Just just yeah, just give it to some of these developers and see what they can do. Uh, okay, okay. Let's let's move on to for the king, uh, roguelike tabletop adventure. <laughs> I'm probably not going to play that. It's ten hours long, seventy four and a half hours to one hundred percent. But they they have it as a. RPG roguelike elements. Every playthrough offers new challenges, pitfalls, and rewards. And that just means to me that I'm just going to keep dying a bunch of times. It released back in 2017 for the PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. But I am probably not going to play this. I'm probably not. I know 10 hours doesn't seem like a lot, but I don't. I see the roguelike or roguelite, and I just I. I I'm turned off by it now. I really am. And then I see 74 and a half hours to 100%. I'm just like, what the heck? Okay. Next is Table Manners, which I did start. It's on my PC. I've yet to keep going with it. But it's an interesting meme game premise. Three and a half hours long. So it's not a long game. I probably should try and beat it. Five and a half hours to 100%. Uh, released only on PC, it's I think it yeah they say it's just virtual reality. So uh, swipe right for the brand new non VR crazy physics based dating simulator. Table manners tonight's the night you've secured a date and you're off to the most glamorous restaurant you know. There's only one problem: you're a disembodied hand with a knack for catastrophe. Release PC only 2020. And yeah, yeah, it's a, I mean, if this game was a virtual reality game, it wouldn't be special because you'd just be using your normal hands to do the things. But you're on a date, you, your, your date is sitting across from you, and you are just trying to, like, like if they ask you to, like, oh, pass the butter or something like that, you have to learn how to grab the butter and then pass it to the character but it's using a game controller and it's using a game controller i haven't really used it with the pc or mouse but and uh, it, the the controls are convoluted and complicated just for the the for that the challenge and for the hilarity 
of you spilling drinks and setting things on fire and just making your date really hate you and so the point of the of the, the i guess you go on several dates so each date is like a mission the point is to try and make sure that your date doesn't completely hate you and leaves and that'll that'll get you through so that's table manners it's a fun game i, I will say that it's a fun challenge for sure and I, I guess, uh, I guess, was it popular enough to to warrant any release on the other on the consoles? So, oh well. Uh, next is Swim Sanity. So Swim Sanity. It, nobody's beaten this on HowLongToBeat.com. It was released back in 2020 for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One and Switch. Yeah, it's a multiplayer underwater shooter with action-packed co-op and versus game modes, all supported by online and local play. You play as our hero, Muba, who uses a variety of unique power-ups and weapons to survive in this aquatic world. Hmm. It does look like it's a four-player game, so I'm not sure. It has, it's giving me little Mega Man vibes, just from the art style. It says action shooter, so... Um not sure. Not sure what it would be. Uh, seems interesting. Actually, I'm going to screenshot that because I have no idea how long this would be. It's a mystery. Nobody's beaten it. So maybe I can be the first. I, I've been uh, playing some things lately where I've been the first to record my my progress to how long to be and well maybe i can do for this one next is monster prom so this is one hour long 62 and a half hours to 100 percent, which if i i'm not for uh <laughs> i don't know how long that it's a, a pc switch released back in 2018 you have three weeks to get a date for monster prom go through absurd and funny situations raise your stats and seduce one of your classmates Beautiful art, bold, unapologetic dialogue, and hard choices make up this multiplayer, one to four players, dating sim. Be your worst self. This, okay, all right, one to four players. I, I can see this. I can see this as being fun. I'm going to screenshot that. If it's one hour, I'm sure one hour is just to get to one outcome. And then these 62 and a half hours, which is ridiculous, is probably just to get through all of the outcomes that are there. So... Uh, this is probably one of those games where I'll probably play through one, maybe two outcomes, and then just be like, okay, I can see the rest like on YouTube or something. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, so there there we go. There we go. And enough people have played this that I'm sure somebody has recorded the different outcomes on YouTube, or at least some, not all of them maybe, but at least some of them. Uh, so Monster Prom. Next is Stealth Bastard Deluxe. So this one intrigued me. It says tactical espionage arsehole. Um, Six hours long, 27 hours to 100%. It's a fast-paced stealth platformer featuring brutal hazards, ruthless enemies, fiendish puzzles, and red pixels galore. Jump, sneak, and be chunked through 80 what the heck does be chunked mean uh through 80 levels will you make it out alive at least back in 2012 it's on the mobile pc p4 
PS3, PS4, and PS Vita. Hmm. Uh, enough people have played this that it's. Uh, but hmm. I see tactical. I'm like mm, maybe it's a little like Metal Gear. Not sure. I would hope so. I would hope so. Next is Spinch. So Spinch, not spinach, Spinch. So this was released back in whoa, 2020 for Switch and PC action platformer. Five and a half hours long. Nobody's 100% it, but uh, yeah, basically five and a half to six hours. Uh, transcend the material realm and assume your true form as Spinch, a hyper agile organism consumed by the quest to rescue a litter of its missing offspring enter into a world thick with publing psychedelia swelling with an endless population of misshapen and malformed enemies disrupt your psychic architecture and be absorbed into the world teeming with multiple pathways luminous levels and complex obstacles hey that's spinch has a fun art style i would say that it, it, it Looks kind of fun. It's got a big, like, smiley, like, I don't know. Looks like a ice cream, like a scoop of ice cream that's, like, smiling at you. Uh, that, that, looks, that looks kind of fun. Okay. Lost my place a little bit, but here, here we go, here we go. Uh, next is Sludge Life. So, Sludge Life. Uh, I think I have couple cop digital copies of this but two hours long five hours to 100 percent it's a first person open world van <laughs> wow vandalism centric stroll through a polluted island full of cranky idiots and a vibe so thick you can taste it play as upcoming tagger ghosts set on stake set set on staking their claim amongst the graffiti elite so, first-person action open world. That's what it says here. Released back on Switch and PC in 2020. I'm for that, actually. I'm going to screenshot that, too. That That's intriguing to me. For sure. Next game that we have on here is Dandara. So, Dandara. This was... Released back in 2018. It's on the Switch, PC, mobile, PS4, Xbox One. It's an action platformer. In a bizarre universe where the oppressed are on the brink of oblivion, Dandera has awoken to reshape the world. Six and a half hours long, 12 hours to 100%. Okay, well... Art style looks pretty cool, but uh, it's not much else about the game uh, from there, as far as the description is concerned. Next is Algobot. So Algobot, this is six hours long, six hours to 100%. So just six hours. Uh, Algobot is a puzzle game that takes place deep inside the Europa, a pan-galactic colonization ship 
where our recycling mission goes horribly wrong. Use your algorithm and special skills to command Algobot, a service droid, and help Pal, a cantankerous line manager, to contain the crisis. PC only puzzle game released back in 2018. Next is Battlefield 3. Battlefield 3, 6 hours long. 64 hours to 100%. Battlefield 3, players step into the role of the elite U.S. Marines. They will experience heart-pounding single-player missions and competitive multiplayer. I'm not going to do multiplayer. Action ranging across diverse locations from around the globe. Powered by the innovative technology of Frostbite 2, Battlefield 3 takes first-person shooters to a whole new level. Released on PC, PS3, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Back in 2011. Okay. But uh, yeah, these are the Battlefield games. And I'm sure I can get through these things. Especially their single player campaigns. Put them on easy. And just go from there. But um, I'm just not feeling it right now for, for these games. Uh, anyways, Bridge Constructor Playground. It's released on... I have the PC version. It was released on PC and mobile only back in 2012. And it offers people of all ages an introduction to the topic of bridge building. This game gives you the freedom to let your creative side run riot. Nothing is impossible. Across 30 innovative levels, you have to build bridges over deep valleys, canals, or rivers. Following this, your bridges will be subjected to a stress test to see whether they can support the weight of the cars and or trucks which drive across them. So yeah, I tried this a little bit with my niece. Uh, she just wants to put things all over the place. And of course, that's not a way to construct a bridge. And uh, I mean, it, it's, it seems fun. It seems fun if, if I ever did want to sit down and actually do it. Next is Alt Frequencies. Alt frequencies, I have this through Amazon. One and a half hours long, two hours to 100%. It's an adventure game released back in 2019 for the Switch and PC. An audio mystery set in a time loop, record, rewind time, and broadcast snippets of radio shows to expose radio hosts, conspiracy theorists, and politicians. Ooh. Really? This is interesting. I'm going to screenshot that one to remember to to look into that. Next is When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. Five hours long, 23 hours to 100%. Released on Switch and PC back in 2019. Run into a hilarious construction puzzler packed with over 100 creative physics-based challenges, sports, and bloody disasters. Build contraptions to help every passenger to reach their destination. Enjoy the sports by controlling your riders away from or towards, if you feel like it, peril. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon. All, all those games. Next is Void Bastards. I have this through Epic Games. 
eight and a half hours long, 22 and a half hours to 100%. Released back in 2019. It's a FPS, roguelike, shooter strategy, action survival game. Switch, PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And it's inspired by Bioshock and System Shock 2. It's a revolutionary new strategy shooter that will test your wits as well as your ex- as well as exercise your aim. Can you lead the misfit prisoners of the Void Ark through the derelict spaceships and myriad dangers of the Sargasso Nebula? Okay. So a first person shooter. Just gonna have to shove those into their own different category there, but Next, okay, so now we're going to start getting to some of the older games that I have um, through, I guess, uh, some of the physical games, some stuff that I have on the Switch, and uh, things that are kind of, like, open-ended. They don't really have an ending to them. So, and of course, some, yeah, some older, like I said, older games. Um, Actually, let me see how this is. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. I'm just making sure I have things correct here. Okay, next, let's go into a game I'm I'm probably never going to beat ever. And definitely not the physical copy at this point. I do have it. It's Dragon Ball Z Taiketsu for the Game Boy Advance. It's 58 minutes long, five and a half hours, 100%. It's a terrible game. Uh, play as one of the 15 greatest warriors from the Dragon Ball Z universe. Pulverize opponents on the ground or in the air with DBZ flight action. Yeah, it's uh, Game Boy Advance only. At least back in 2003. And the only reason I have it is because my cousin didn't want it anymore. And uh, when I saw why, I'm like, oof. So it's there. It's It's a terrible video game. And I don't even like Dragon Ball. So it's just there. But eh. Uh, next is Mercury Meltdown Revolution. I'm probably never going to beat this either. Not because it's not a good game. It's actually pretty fun. But it's uh, nobody on howlongtobeat.com has has even attempted to uh, put this on here. I mean, it's, it's only on... Gosh, not many gamers actually categorize this game there's not even enough data for it but um it's a uh it's a puzzle game i think it's you would say it's a little like super monkey ball where you have to get a mercury blob through uh to the goal at the end but there's uh different traps there's different puzzles uh there's some mixing and matching of colors to make sure that you're into split the ball the the blob of mercury into different uh shapes and everything to make sure that they it's really hard it's actually an incredibly challenging game and it's all used through the Wii remote's tilt controls and it's it's not it's not easy it's not an easy game the controls are fine uh, I don't blame the controls for this. It's just that the challenge is pretty hard. And I I have it. I have the physical copy. And I just don't think I'll be able to to complete this game, unfortunately. Um, 
But it's there. It's there. Next is Rystar. I'm surprised I haven't beaten this game. Uh, I've had multiple chances to do so, whether it's via emulation or the physical. Well, I don't have the physical version from the Genesis, but I have it in Sonic Mega Collection on the GameCube. Two and a half hours long, four hours to 100%. And yeah, this game has been released. It was released back in 95, originally on the Genesis. And uh, there's a Game Gear version, which I'm sure is not close to. Uh, the Genesis version, but then you have the the port of the Genesis version or the, the the ROM of the Genesis version on pretty much everything since then, like mobile, GameCube, Switch, PC, PS2, PS3, PS4, PSP, Wii, Xbox 360. It's it's been on everything at this point. So it's just a matter of. Me trying to sit down and get through it one time, at least. Uh, I just I just never have gotten through it. And it's not because I don't like it. It's actually a f- fine game from the same makers of Sonic. Uh, but, I don't know. Just for whatever reason, I, I haven't gotten through it. Next is Golden Sun. I have this on the Wii U. 22 hours, 27 hours to 100%. It's an RPG uh, from the makers of Shining Force, featuring an adventure filled with tried and true overhead wandering, random battle gameplay that looks absolutely sweet on the Game Boy Advance small fact, uh, I guess, form factor. This game arguably rivals most of the classic RPGs that have ended up on the console systems like Dragon Warrior or the aforementioned Final Fantasy series, for example. Uh, I think you mean Shining Force, not Final Fantasy. You didn't, you didn't mention Final Fantasy before this. Whoever wrote this didn't uh, it was just praising the game or anything else. But yeah, it's a, it's a Nintendo RPG, uh, traditional JRPG on the Game Boy Advance. And I started it on the Wii U. I downloaded it because I had it for free as part of like the Club Nintendo stuff. Especially when it was going down. And you had to just start claiming games, and I just claimed whatever I could. So I got Golden Sun there. It was released back in 2001 for the Game Boy Advance, and really it's only been re released on the Wii U since then. So, and uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's it for that. And I mean, I'll get to it at some point. I will. Uh, so I, I do want to complete my Wii U library because it's not... It, it's big. But, of course, the Wii U library is not massive itself. But but my personal collection is pretty big. And I have some digital games on there that I do want to get through and just finish them off and just be like, okay. Then I can kind of unofficially retire the Wii U. I'm still collecting for it because... If you're going to collect for the Wii U, you might as well do it now because it's it's a failed console. You kind of have to get in on it now before some of those games become expensive. There's there's plenty on the Wii U that are not going to be released on any other console because of the gamepad or... Uh, just companies go down or just the franchise itself is not 
more like not, they they're not gonna port it or anything like that. So there you go. Next is Mega Man Eight. So I have this on the Mega Man Anniversary Collection on the GameCube. It's four hours long, five and a half hours to one hundred percent. And I feel like I'm fairly deep into that game, but I think I'm. There's a part of the game that I'm. I'm just stuck at. I'm just completely stuck at. And I, I, if I do complete this game, it'll probably be a run through on my PC uh, using the rip copy that I, I put onto my my uh, SSD, and I'll just play it through the Dolphin emulator. That's probably how I'm gonna do it. If I, and then I can just use the save states for the parts that suck, and I can just try and get through it. But yeah, Mega Man 8, it's the 8th Mega Man. So it has some interesting voice acting and it's different enough. I, I, I didn't mind it. All those Mega Man games are good. I don't think there's a bad one of the bunch as far as the, the mainline series. Mega Man 1 through 11 and uh, Mega Man and Base. And I think there's another one, but as far as uh, the the mainline series, yeah, they're they're fine enough. This was released on on the PlayStation, yeah, the PS1, the PS2, the PS4, the Sega Saturn, the Xbox One, the GameCube, the Switch, and PC. And initially released back in 1997. So that's Mega Man 8. Um, next is... Let me see what this one is. I have these free-to-play games that are on my Switch. Uh, Onigiri. Yeah, one and a half hours long. That's not long. I should try and get through that. Onigiri is an MMO action RPG with a fast weapon-changing battle system. Join a party of other players or travel with eight NPC companions on your journey. With simple controls, you can dive into the thrilling world of Onigiri Switch between weapons to battle through the yokai. The yokai. I mean, yeah, yokai. Uh, Switch, PC, PS4, back in 2019. MMORPG. Um, why is this one and a half hours long? That, that's that's kind of strange to me that it's an MMO, but it's only one and a half hours long, unless there's just like a single player tutorial thing and then that's one and a half hours and then you go into the world after that and you just kind of spend your time with these anime girls i'm not sure i'm not sure but uh next is uh i should take this freaking thing off it's coloring book (laughs) it's 50 minutes long uh released back in 2018 and it's just the coloring book so I I think I just have it here because I, I don't know I don't know why I have it here honestly why why did I do this why did I do that well the coloring book everybody you know it's a game that everybody wants to play okay well let's move on to Galaxy variant S this is not one of the free to play games that are on the Switch that. Let me see if it does. Yeah, it has has a uh, single-player game, 10 hours long. 
uh, scrolling shooter game developed by 17 bit and published by Gung Ho, which was released back in 2018. Switch only. And yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's free to play. Maybe maybe it's uh maybe if it's a side-scrolling shooter game, maybe it's like the arcades and you're just going to have to grind your way through and they just siphon money from you to see if they can push you to to spend money to keep playing. I'm not sure. Not sure, but it's there. It's there. Uh next is Color Zen. So it's on 3DS, Switch, and mobile, at least initially back in 2013. New kind of puzzle game for phones and tablets. One that invites you to put on your headphones, relax, and find your way through an abstract world of colors and shapes. There is no score, no penalties for failure, just a simple set of rules, intuitive controls, and satisfying puzzles. Get into the flow with Color Zen. Two hours long, eight hours to 100%. I don't know if it's like a full game or if it's uh, like you just play up to a certain point and then you have to buy the rest of the puzzles in the game. Next is Puzzle Book. So this is just a bunch of puzzles that I have there. Uh, it's one and a half hours long. And and they have a bunch of puzzles there. In uh, uh, Nine hours to 100%. I, I think it's the one and a half hours basically like if you want to do the puzzles on the easiest level which is like six pieces you can do it that way and just be like yep i solved all the puzzles for the all the images in this game but they also have dlc so you can download more puzzles and i think that same developer of this puzzle thing just released a free-to-play puzzle thing for the switch i don't know if it's on the playstation i mean this was only on the switch so uh, i don't know if it's the rest is on playstation or xbox or even mobile phones or pc but uh they did release a free-to-play one and and i I believe it's the same developer because all the same like uh effects are being used in the game this has the same sort of style same sort of menu so I, i believe that they now have more puzzles that you can play with as well but it's a puzzle book it's there in case uh I don't know if I want to play with my niece and nephews. It's it's simple. It's 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 family friendly. They have different little images and everything like that. But uh, next is Roar: The Adventures of Rampage Rex. So I I've yet to beat this game. It's it's one hour long, but it's 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 not a great game. Released back in twenty eighteen, I just thought it would be a little better with a T Rex, but. It's a very low-poly T-Rex defeating low-poly little space alien enemies and destroying buildings like it's Godzilla. And, yeah, so that, that's what that is. I, may, I might retire it, uh, but if I might give it a go one more time. and Just to beat the game, you, you just, I think you have to do it in one shot. I'm not I don't know if you can you can start from from a certain level and that's probably what's putting me off but you know, if I retire it I retire it I've played it enough anyways they got their their $2 worth of whatever I spent on that I think it was like a dollar or $2 so 
That's fine. Uh, next is Adrenaline Miami Drive. Um, I bought this. It's not a bad game. It's uh, kind of like an endless... Uh, I guess it's like an endless runner, right? Or endless racer. Because I yet to... to it doesn't really have a story i think it was made for mobile phones and it's on the switch now as well as initially released back in 2014 so i believe it's just it's a mobile game that they put onto the switch and you just keep playing uh and it's just to zone out and uh you're 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 a car you're driving forward and you just have to avoid crashing and destroying a car and uh try and keep it going as long as possible so there's that and i might have to take this off because if it doesn't have a real ending i mean right now i think if you are trying to 100 percent, it's probably just to get all the upgrades for your car and then once you get all the upgrades it's like okay well there's nothing more i can do um because it's an endless uh driver runner whatever you call it type of game next is turok one and two so i have both of these uh, I have uh, some nostalgia from Torok 1 uh, because my best friend used to own it back in the day in the late 90s for the N64. So I bought these for, for old time's sake. And yeah, these are very much the N64 games, just uh, sl- improved, improved slightly for sure, especially with the uh the hd and of course the widescreen and things like that but uh but it's very much those games from way back when uh released back in 97 it's an old school fps uh, and it's based on a, a series of books i didn't know that but uh yeah yeah you're you're turok you're a dinosaur hunter And it's, yeah, eight eight levels. I say it's eight levels, but I've played it. I've already played it for quite a bit uh, for a few hours now. And I, I feel like I just get, I'm just lost in the game. And I know there's codes that kind of get me to the end quicker. But I think at some point I'm going to want to play this. I actually do have a plan. To actually, that, that's, I do have a plan to to play this just as uh, as as is as from start to finish from the beginning um but and if i I might have to use like a strategy guide but that's yeah that's the first game it's seven and a half hours long 10 hours to 100 percent, and then the second game is 10 and a half hours long 16 hours to 100 percent. so so there you go um and this uh, the first game was only I mean, released on well, N64, Switch, PC, PS4, Xbox One. And the second game released on... Uh, they had a Game Boy Color version. Sheesh. Uh, and yeah, the same thing. Switch, PC, PS4, Xbox One. And of course, the original N64 version. So that's uh, Turok 1 and 2. Uh, then you have Pokemon Cafe Mix. This is another one where it's like... It says 13 hours long by some people, but it's a mobile puzzle game 
for Switch and and and, and also and uh, released back in 2020. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I've. I don't. I think I might have the 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 mobile version on my phone, but. I think I'm deeper into the P- the Switch version than anything else. And the Switch version is handheld only because it only uses the touchscreen because it was made for phones. So, and then the layout's different for sure because it's a horizontal screen rather than a vertical layout for the phones. Yeah, yeah. Next is Super Kirby Clash and I'm surprised I haven't I like this game, but I haven't been compelled to play it at all. Uh, it's an and it's an online multiplayer game, so I can get help by people who who who've played through this. Uh, but it's uh, your your Kirby. It's ten and a half hours long. It's, it has fifty seven and a half hours to one hundred percent. It has a storyline. It has a storyline. But it's uh, it's free to play. It has all the free to play stuff to try and siphon some money from you from Nintendo. But but uh, it's still fun. It's a fun, well made game. Has all the Kirby charm that you would want and the classic enemies from from these Kirby games uh, of the past. But I, I don't know for whatever reason I, I just haven't been compelled to to play it. And and try and see if I can get through it. I've played well, uh, well, uh, well, large amount of this game, but, uh, but the the thing is, you have to grind, and that's that's probably what's turned me off from this. You have to grind if you're not willing to pay. So you have to grind in order to get Kirby to get stronger weapons and 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 everything like that. Uh, to help you through and beat these bosses, because if you don't have like a, like a super powerful uh, teammate on your side, getting through some of these is just absolute chore. You you won't be able to do it, especially to do it on your own. Uh, so that's kind of the thing, and maybe it's better now. Maybe there's a lot of people who've who who are powerful and then they can help you help me out to get through it easier but but it is kind of frustrating and they do have different uh, uh objectives during the boss fights some of them are a little harder to achieve because the, you might have to switch to a weapon type that you don't like or you have to meet certain things and and maybe you're you're with teammates that kind of hog that away from you. And I think one of them was like, you must make the last blow with this certain weapon. And it's like, you suck at that weapon or, or you don't have a very powerful version of that weapon. And your teammates are just, you're just smashing the buttons to try and defeat this monster. But, but yeah, yeah, uh, but it's, it's fine. It's a good game. I just, I don't know. I just haven't been able to get through it so uh next is metal gear solid 2 so metal gear solid 2 sons sons of liberty 
released back in 2001. I mean, really? 2002? I think it was 2001 in Japan. 2002 in North America. And yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is a big one. Released back on PC, PS2, PS3, PS Vita, Xbox, and Xbox 360. I think you could play it on Xbox One and Series X and S through the backwards compatibility. And yeah, this is a uh, thirteen and a half hours, forty-two and a half hours to one hundred percent. This uh, this is the one where you're as you're riding, but uh, have the. I have the version of the game that's on the 360 uh, for the HD collection. So, and it's uh, one of the, uh, it's not the next one that I'm going to, I'm not going to play this one for a bit. I, I've seen this, the cutscenes and everything for the game, so I know what, what's happened. So I'm not in a hurry to, to see what happens in the, in the story. It's, just, it's more about experiencing the game uh, through and through. I've... Uh, I've already got Peace Walker already ahead to try and play. Uh, I want to get through Ghost Babel one more time uh, because uh, it it's a fun game. I, I went through all the VR missions on that for for the Game Boy Color uh, using the emulator, and that was fun. So, but I just haven't been able to get through the storyline for the single player story. I think I got up to the first boss and beat that. But then I just I stopped after that, so I would have to redo it from the beginning. But uh, I think I would like to. I think that would be a really fun thing to do. And and then yeah, then we have two. I, I played Acid, and that's that's a weird game. That's a weird game. So I don't know if I'll get through Acid or Acid Two. And I've been meaning to play the NES. Metal Gears as well, because they do dif- they do differ. In, in, like the first one differs from the the MSX version, which I have played and gotten through. So, and then you have Snake's Revenge, which was kind of like the the sequel to the NES version. And I just like to think of it as the different Metal Gear uh, universes. Or maybe like a divergent timeline sort of thing. Where you have uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 is, as, is the first one in the, in the chronology. Then you get to Portable Ops. Then you get to Peace Walker. Then you get to 5. Then, then from there you have the original Metal Gear. And that original Metal Gear is split. Uh, so it splits after after uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. You have the original Metal Gear that was on MSX in one side of the of the timeline, or you have the the different version of that, which is the NES one. So, and then the NES one is followed by Snake's Revenge. And then that's where that timeline ends because we don't know what happens after that. And then you have... And then you have... 
the original Metal Gear, which goes into Metal Gear 2, which then goes into Metal Gear Solid. And I think Ghost Babble, I'm not sure if Ghost Babble happens after Metal Gear 2 in the timeline or after Metal Gear Solid 1 in the timeline because then that it, it would be a another branching path that just ends at Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble because it was the only one for that and then you have the other path which goes to Metal Gear Solid 1 then Metal Gear Solid 2 from there and then 2 would be followed by 4 and then 4 is followed by um, it's followed by uh, Rising and then I think uh, as far as 2 you have Snake's Tales and stuff like that so there you go and I think somewhere in the in between is when Snake faces off against the monkeys from Ape Escape <laughs> we're just going to throw that in there somewhere uh, the Super Smash Bros. stuff that's like on a weird alternate universe type of thing so we can kind of sort of have that on the side and then the Metal Gear Acid games are just in their own in their own universe that's different from from the one from the mainline series. It's just different. And even the digital novels uh, or the digital whatever that they that they did sell uh, on the PSP that retell I think they did it for one and two. Metal Gear Solid one and two. I don't. I don't think. But I don't. I don't know. I don't have the. I just have Metal Gear Solid One. I don't know. Maybe two was Japan only, or maybe I'm just thinking that uh, that they did. They, maybe I'm assuming they made two, and maybe they just made one. But either way, Metal Gear Solid One. Uh, there's a gra- a graphic novel version of it on the PSP, and that one differs from the original telling of Metal Gear Solid on the PS One. And and you could even say that. Uh, the the same thing uh, with Metal Gear Solid One is you have the Twin Snakes, which was the the remake for the GameCube, and that one has differences between it. But either one, either way, all of them divert into uh, all of them converge into Metal Gear Solid Two. Although the Metal Gear Solid One has two different endings, depending on who you uh, on the torture scene. Whether you save uh, Meryl or you save, uh, or you save um, Hal at the end, um, so so I think the the Hal ending is a different path that was never explored. That that was never explored, and honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm just getting weird on Metal Gear right now, but whatever. I think. You could, honest. You could. I think Konami, Konami. I'm. I'm gonna tell you this, Konami. Without sullying the original, the original Metal Gear Solid, and then after that, two and all that stuff, two and four, and then whatever Rising. They could just be like, okay, we're not gonna touch the timeline of Metal Gear Solid. We're not going to put... We're not remaking Metal Gear 1. We're not doing any of this. We're, we're just going to start after Metal Gear Solid 1. But 
it's through the you you Meryl isn't saved timeline. The Meryl isn't saved timeline. That way you don't mess with everything else. It's like, okay, well, that was an ending to that game. And we never explored what happened in that version of uh of the Metal Gear Solid uh universes, that that timeline. So you could be like, okay, they can make uh not Metal Gear Solid 2, but a different Metal Gear Solid that keeps going from the ending of Metal Gear Solid 1 where you save uh, Hal at the end. Or Otacon, what do you call him? So that 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 could be uh, that could be a thing they could they could do which would not sully on the legacy of Kojima at all. Because it was something that was already open-ended. And just be like, well, we're just going to do our own thing using this version of the timeline. And it's it's basically just take what Zelda did. Uh, Ocarina of Time is the, the game that branches everything out. Where Link loses, or Link wins and stays in the future. Or Link wins and goes back to the past. So they could say they could do the same thing. They could do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2. I'll, I'll, I'll eventually get to it. 13 and a half hours. Uh, I'm sure I'll play it on easy and I'll, I'll just get through it. Uh, I'm not going to do all the all the craziness to 100% a European extreme, whatever you want to call that. that that's, that's too much for me. That's just way too much. And, oh boy, this is a big one. The Witcher, 35 and a half hours long, 64 hours to 100%. Released back in 2007. Atari published this as well, so okay. Uh, CD Projekt Red. And yeah, uh, Polish folklore. And... Uh, I I think about playing this and, and try and get through it just to ultimately play The Witcher 3. But mm, mm, I think I have I have Elder Scrolls already labeled for next year. Sometime next year. And to try and get into that series. So I, I can't do two RPGs. <laughs> series like this that are massive with so much lore uh, i can't do two in one year i picked the elder scrolls i'm going with the elder scrolls i could probably do the witcher the next year but even then when i do the elder scrolls i don't I, I unless i get hooked unless i get hooked with the world and i'm just like okay i'm gonna play the elder scrolls and then i'm gonna play the elder scrolls too because i have that already and then i'll find uh morrowind and then i'll find and then i already have oblivion and then I'll eventually get to Skyrim and pick one of the 40 different versions of Skyrim and, and the different consoles that I have it for. And then we'll go from, uh, and then we'll eventually get to six or something like that. I'm not sure. But uh, at least The Witcher's only three games uh, for now, at least. Or I play Gwent. I'm not sure. But yeah, The, the Witcher. 
Um, next. Brink, I have this on Steam. It's free. Six and a half hours to one to twenty one and a half hours for the single player mode. Um, and yeah, it's an online multiplayer shooter. PC, PS3, Xbox 360. It's from Bethesda. At least back in 2011. And yeah, yeah. So Brink. Uh, I'm sure. I, I think. I think they stopped supporting this game. So. Uh, anyways. I think that's it for me this time, folks. This is like already an hour long. We still have a few more games. Maybe the last batch of the games to go. The last batch of these games to go. So uh, we're, we're almost at the end. We're almost at the end. And thank you all for, for listening. Take care.